Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Tuscaloosa Sports Podcast. Today, the main topic is the Alabama loss to Kentucky, but we're going to be talking about Brian Harson uh, in that whole situation over there. But let's not spend too much time on talking about what we will talk about. Let's just dive right into it. So, the Alabama loss to Kentucky was bad. I'm just going to say it was pretty bad. It was pretty much unwatchable at some point. And, and what sucks about it is it was bad, but like for our standards, our problem all year was defense. And we actually played really good defense against Kentucky. Uh, it's a really big deal to hold Kentucky under 67 points. And if you told me pregame that we held Kentucky under 67 points, I'd be like, Alabama's going to win. But we scored like 55 or 53, so that didn't really help us at all. The main story of the game was we shot five from thir- five, uh excuse me, we shot three for thirty from the three point line. That is ten percent average. That's not that hard of math to do. And uh, that's that's one of the worst shooting performances in Alabama basketball history. And while I started off this podcast very negative on the basketball game, I do want to say I'm probably more on the positive side of the hoops action right now. A lot of people have just flattened out, given up on the team already. I'm not going to do that because this is our second best team in the last 15 years. And you get blinded by the fact that we went to the Sweet 16 last year, won the SEC, and had a 16-2 and conference record. That blinds you. But in reality, this is still our second best team in the last 15 years. And that means we're a really good team. We're still protected to be fifth in the NCAA tournament. Uh, I'm just hoping this this is just a really bad slump we're in right now. Uh, and if you told me going into the Baylor, Auburn, and Kentucky stretch that we only win one out of three games, I'd be like, all right, that's all I need. But I guess since we won the first game, you know, the overall standard is you go win the, the other two, which is ridiculous. But, hey, we get, we got one of the three. That's generally what we wanted. And so I think we'll leave the stretch with an easier stretch. I believe we play at Ole Miss on Tuesday. I may be mistaken. But we're entering a an easier stretch. And at Ole Miss is a very winnable game. And so as the schedule starts to cool down a little bit, I think the only hard game we have left on our schedule is at Kentucky. And that's probably going to be a loss. But every other game, I could say Alabama's the better team. We should go win it. So... With this, with the outlook of the hoops schedule right now, Alabama's in great shape. We're projected to be a five seed. So, guys, just stay positive about the program. Support the guys. You know, they've they've stepped up what our main critic was. And that was a defense, but now the shooting's just off, very off. But that's just how basketball works. Sometimes you go through slumps. It's just best if we peak in March. So that'll wrap up the hoops discussion. Now we're going to talk about Brian Harson. <sighs> I have so much to say on it. The thing with Brian Harson, you see, a lot of Auburn fans will say that a DU, the, our defensive coordinator getting a DUI was much worse than Brian Harson, you know, having a an affair with an employee. But I disagree with that because Brian Harson's like what forty seven, fifty years old right now, and the girl he had an affair with is about 20 to 21 years old. And the part about this that I hate is all the social media attention that the girls got. Somehow people have found it out 
who she is. And, you know, people have been harassing her on social media. And morally, I'm just like, man, that's, this is wrong. Like, it's not, at some point, you're, you get too caught up in it that you forget these are actual people. This is an actual student at Auburn who, who was getting attacked on social media and everything. And that's the worst part about it, in my opinion. Uh, my total opinion on Harson, though, I put, it's a, the thing is, Harson would definitely be fired if Auburn went like 3 and 9 this year. This would be like their biggest reason to fire him because of this. But he went 6 and 6, which you could say is fireable for Auburn. But I don't think this is enough to necessarily fire him. But my point I'm trying to make is if Harson was going like 12 and 0, 11 and 1, Auburn would easily just brush this under the table and act like it didn't happen. And that's the way it works at most schools. Like Will Wade at LSU basketball, you know, he can get away with a lot of stuff. They have so many NCAA violations, but they're winning, winning at LSU. So they're just going to sweep it under the rug, act like it didn't happen. And it works. Like LSU, they haven't been put on any sort of probation. And. They probably should, but they'll be participating in March Madness this year. They participated in it last year, and they'll probably participate in years going forward because if you just if you just don't care about your coach's actions because you're winning, it usually doesn't even matter at this point. So I think that's that's bad because, I mean, that's just we have to help hold people accountable on what they did. And we can't just say, oh, you're a good football or basketball coach, and so this should be ignored. And so I don't think I don't think this is that big of a deal for Harson. But I just feel bad for the girl that is being harassed. Uh, I think you can forget about stuff really easily. Like, remember when Brian Kelly faked the Southern accent? We forgot about that in a week. But in the time of that happening, a lot of people were like, Dang, people are never going to forget this. Well, guess what? People forgot it rather quickly. So my whole overall point is like, hey, Brian Harson, just just stick to the game plan. Move forward. Ad- don't even address it, honestly. I don't think he, he didn't necessarily address it. He didn't even apologize for his action. What he did was basically like, I'm going to be the Auburn coach going forward. And that's my plan. If you're not ready for it, then that sucks for you. That was basically his overall message. And I I do like that a little bit because he's kind of just saying, hey, let's get past this and let's get to football season and you'll see the improvements our team will have. But what I'm going to talk about next is it, look like, it looks like Auburn is not going to have that money improvements going into next season. And I say that because it sounds like a lot of the players aren't happy with Parson either. I think Auburn had 20-plus transfers, including Bo Nix, who was the starting quarterback, and even Lee Hunter, who told so many reporters uh, in his recruiting process that he loves Auburn. And the second they offer, he will commit. And that's exactly what happened. So he went to Auburn. And then he posts a thing on his social media that he's like, I'm done with Auburn. They treat us like dogs here. Uh, and this is not the environment that that I want to be in. And... As I, as I say this again, this is coming from the guy who said he absolutely loves Auburn to his heart. And now he's saying, dang, this Harson stuff isn't treating me that well. And so I feel bad for that, for him, because he is a diehard Auburn fan. And 
things just aren't working out there at Auburn. And I don't... The thing about firing him is you don't want to say one year, you're done. Because that's a very bad tone to set. But I don't really see it getting better. So if it's going to be done eventually, why wait? So that's my opinion on firing him. If it has to be done eventually, why wait? All right, that'll wrap it up for today. Thank you, guys. Roll Tide.